Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. When I, when I think of evil people, I think of like almost like, like uh, I'm thinking about it even like spiritually, but also psychologically. Like I'm thinking of like sociopathic people who their aim, they don't, they don't even consider others. Like they, their aim is to cause harm and to do whatever is in their best interest. I don't think that's most people. Um, I just, that, that's kind of, I just want to, again, reiterate, that's the point I was trying to make. Yeah. Good. I think sometimes in these, I think sometimes in these conversations, we fixate on that because, because it reminds me of, it's like a Hollywood movie or something. And we're like, oh, who's evil in my life? Like, like if you, if there was evil people in your life, you would know it. Okay. <laughs> you would know it. Um, yeah, there's not many. There's not many in your life. I think that that's few. I think that most people are doing the best they can with what they have. But unfortunately, you know, there, there's, there's foolishness. There's a lot of foolishness out there. And, um, and we, like you said, we all struggle to make foolish decisions sometimes. But the fool, if, if you're going to say, man, that person is a fool. Again, that's a strong statement. But a fool is somebody who keeps, who, who just, keeps doing the same things over and over again, even though they're causing, it's causing a great, great detriment to them. And I think you have to add on the and, and they don't really care. Like they're fine with it. Mm, Yeah. So like there's some, that's something that I've worked through where like, I've been very afraid of being a foolish person, like not knowing the things I'm missing and just kind of like walking through life, causing this damage and not like not even realizing it. But because I want, because I'm trying to be aware of it, that in and of itself is evidence that like, well, like you're thinking about other people and how you affect, how you affect them positively or not. That isn't a foolish behavior. It is foolish if you think like, man, I'm just going to ruin everything. So I might as well not try. That's foolish. A wise person is saying like, I will be aware of the things that I can and learn from the things that have been pointed out to me. And I'll probably have to do that a lot. Yeah. And I think, again, I think you're, I know we're kind of, we're kind of digressing a little bit, but I think it's good to define what we're talking about. You're kind of, you're kind of speaking to the difference between ignorance and foolishness. Like sometimes we're just ignorant, meaning like we don't know better. Okay. If we don't know better, like we, we, sometimes we learn through pain and sometimes we do foolish things that we're like, oh, I didn't know better. So I learned the right way. Like that's different than just being a fool, right? And so, like, when we're, when we don't know something and we make a mistake, you know, that's an opportunity to learn. And that's, that's an opportunity to grow in wisdom, right? Which is, which is not only knowing what's right, but, but also doing what's right and, and doing the right thing the right way. I think that's, that's ultimately the way of wisdom. Um, so I think there's a difference between ignorance and foolishness too. Like, Again, I wouldn't want anybody listening to this to look around the room and be like, oh, man, I'm just surrounded by fools. Well, sometimes maybe that's true, but sometimes uh, people might just be ignorant, but they're trying. I think the point you made, Austin, about you're trying, you were trying, you were aiming, you want to do the right thing. Man, that's not foolishness. Like You might make mistakes, but I think by and large, if somebody's really trying to do their best, um, that's somebody who's trying, who wants to grow in wisdom. Yep. I agree with that. So going back to the big picture, right? Necessary endings. How do we deal with, with 
putting boundaries up in relationships and ultimately ending relationships. Um, I'm just going to read a couple quotes because I think this might help us get started. Um, you know, I love this quote, this first quote by Henry Cloud from the book. He says, failing well, because sometimes we look at endings as failure, but he says, failing well uh, means ending something that's not working and choosing to do something else better. I'm going to read that one more time. Failing well means ending something that's not working and choosing to do something else better. I think, I think when I hear that, what, what it makes me think of Austin is it's like, listen, everything in life isn't going to be up and to the right. Meaning everything in life in your life isn't going to be a massive success. Right. We experienced that today, earlier today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into detail, but it's like not everything in life is up and to the right all the time. Like we're going to, ex- we're going to experience setbacks. We're going to experience failures, both small and large. The reality is when we, when we notice that there's an area that needs addressed or needs to be, needs to end or needs to change. Um, we can, we can just stay with it and just keep experiencing the failure and the pain, or we can fail well at what Henry Cloud's talking about, which means putting an end to that thing and choosing to do something else better. I really like that. Does anything come to mind for you when you think about it that way? It's yes. It's the acknowledgement that in order for me to grow, I have to be able to see that uh, there's something in there's something in me that needs to improve, which I could define as I'm just failing all the time. And I could see that as a, as just like a, a, con- a constant measurement of how I could be better. Or it's just like, well, if, if I am at the maximum level, if I have maxed out my capacity today and that's the best I can be, that's kind of sad. But if the reality is I can improve, which means what I'm doing now today if I see where I need to improve, that means I can do better tomorrow. That is, that's a better way of looking at failure because it's a failing, failing is acknowledging that I can improve. That's not a bad thing. So from that perspective, it's, I mean, I can, cause I can hear conversations that I've had in the past where, like, where I'll hear guys say, I just feel like a failure all the time. Like that's almost kind of like, that's sad, but I think it's also like that, there are there things that I fail at all the time, but that doesn't mean that I am a failure. It's just, what do I use? What do I do with that information? And like, you can get really t- like, there's some that are bigger than others, but we get to choose what we do with the pain that failure gives us. Cause it's going to happen. We're going to fail at something. We're going to do something wrong. What do we do with that? What do we do with it? I'd rather do it. I'd rather do it. Well, if that's just going to be a part of my life, then I'd rather use it to, to my advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love one definition. Um, I think Chet Scott says this in the Built to Lead book. He says, you know, the difference between a growth mindset and a limiting mindset is a growth mindset focuses on what it's a person who focuses on what they're learning from the pain they're experiencing. And a fixed mindset or a limiting mindset is someone who just focuses on the pain. It's like, listen, pain is inevitable. Like we're all going to go through situations that we don't like. And just like we talked about, right. But it's like someone who's growing in wisdom is someone who, who, who looks at the pain and then says, what, what can I learn from this? What, what am I going to, how am I going to grow in this? Not just, oh, this is terrible. I'm terrible. Like 
this is, I guess everything's just always going to be terrible. I'm just going to keep doing this. It's like, no, we should be aimed at learning something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an advantage. And in that way we can see it as good. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then. Thank you.